0: AC Covers Country.
1: Some sad but also exciting news for Jimmy Allen. Over the weekend, Jimmy and his wife Alexis both posted to social media, and they said exactly the same thing, which is always bad news. Oh. They said, after much thought and reflection, we have decided to make the decision to separate. As we navigate this life change, we can also share that we will be welcoming another child later this year. Our biggest priority is to ensure our children are happy, healthy, and loved. We will remain committed as co-parents with love and respect for each other. In light of our growing family, we request privacy at this time.
0: So let's talk about it on the radio. Um,
1: Yeah, (laughs) for sure.
0: Does separation, does does that mean they're divorcing or does that just mean they're kind of
1: I had that thought my biggest feeling means that they're going to be divorced okay and that they have been separated for a little while gotcha but I don't I don't know
0: I don't know how many of these statements like we've had a lot of country artists over the years separate or divorce or whatever but how many of them contained oh we're having a child as well right on top of that
1: all in the same all in the same time. This is sad because, you know, they got married in 2020 and this will be their third child together. Jimmy also has an older one from a previous relationship. And we say all the time that we can't imagine being parents while also having the career that is touring. Yeah. So not to mention, you know, now they're separating. so what is touring with co-parenting? Not to mention, he's got this blossoming bowling career. Yeah. Which came out of nowhere. He's
0: got a whole new body now.
1: He's got a whole new body. You guys been in the gym? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But now that I think about it, I don't think that Jimmy Allen is set to tour at least until after summer. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he's taking the summer off to do family stuff. It's
0: tough. Uh, you know, to, to the couples that like Tim and Faith, mm-hmm. uh, Carrie Underwood, like those guys who Have gotten through the touring and the ridiculous schedules and still have a solid relationship. Kudos to them because this is a very difficult life from a relationship standpoint. Yeah. uh, When you're a country artist or any entertainer, I think a lot of
1: like lay people can make the um, argument that like, oh, when you're making that kind of money, like who really cares? Like nothing really matters. Hire a nanny if you need to, you know. But it's really it's not that simple.
0: Yeah. I heard you're happy after seventy-two thousand dollars. So. They're all good.
1: Is that all it takes? That's,
0: that's apparently what, what research has said.
1: $72,000. That's, all you, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. All right. <laughs> that's the goal. So anyway, you know, we're just wishing the best for them. And obviously, wishing good vibes for him next time he comes to St. Louis. So hopefully he and Bremmy can get into a Bowling Alley. Oh, thank you. Turns out Thomas Rhett's wife knows nothing about his music. So these context clues have me thinking that... Thomas Rhett and his wife Lauren were just at home and she asked him offhand, hey, what's your current single out right now? <laughs> because he pulled out his phone, started recording, and he knew that things were about to get interesting. Do you know the names of all five of my records? What was the first one called? You guys like this. Mm-hmm. What was the second one called? Unforgettable. No. <laughs> no. What was the name of the album? Uh, um, can I have a hint? Do you know the names of any other albums? This is a, this is a real question. Unforgettable. That was not ever the name of the record. She goes on and she's like this, know oh, this, know this, and none of them are correct. And they have been married for literally the duration of his entire career, uh, like yeah. since the first album.
0: See, me not knowing these things is totally normal. Then she is in his life and doesn't know the album names.
1: She, he, the entire time Thomas Rhett is looking at the camera and he's like, "Yep." Yep, just because you're married to a country artist does not mean that you're always like engaged with what they're doing. Yeah. All the comments are saying, hey now, she's raising four little ones. Like, you know, mom brain is real. Exactly. Forget it. Same with dad brain. A, a whole career? <laughs> Thomas Fred has 10 albums and she couldn't name more than one. I know some of them. Yeah. Oh, name, name some. Mm. I'm here. Life changes. Okay.
0: Center Point Road where we started.
1: Are you looking at a list? No. Yes, you are. Mm. Gosh. You're so fake. Oh, my God. You even wrote it down. (laughs) You're so... (laughs) (laughs) I
0: guess I could have memorized three, but I wrote it down.
1: You and Lauren... In the same boat here, Thomas Rudd's (laughs) wife. This video is hilarious. I posted it on our Instagram story over the weekend, so right now you can find it on our Facebook page. Hilarious. You got to give her props, though. She is at home with those little ones, so who cares what music she knows? Truth. Lainey Wilson has CMAs and ACMs and CMT awards, but now she might be up for an Emmy. She should. And an Emmy is for TV. TV, yeah. I can never keep these award shows straight.
0: Is is. Sorry, I'll let you go on, and then I'll ask my questions.
1: Okay. Her song, Smell Like Smoke, which sounds like this. Well, I'm still my daddy's angel, but my halo's kind of bent. Which comes off the Yellowstone soundtrack, is eligible for Emmy consideration in the Outstanding Music and Lyrics category. It's a song that falls right in line with like the rough and rugged Western themes of Yellowstone. As well as, like, her own hard-driving, like, tough-as-nails brand of yeah. country music. Not to mention, it also falls right into place with the role that she plays on Yellowstone as she plays, like, the musician, Abby, who comes to town.
0: Yeah. Is this considered a TV show? Yellowstone? Would you, yeah. Would Yellowstone be considered a TV show? I get that it's episodic and... and It is. But it it comes
1: out, like, on. it's on Showtime is, oh, it's once Oh, Showtime. A week. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I guess... It, it, TV is so different. Like the way we consume episodes and Mm -hmm. things are so different than what it was, you know, back in the early 2000s, 90s, 80s, all that kind of stuff. So I guess it still makes sense that it's a TV show.
1: It's crazy how she's been up for all these, you know, of course, country music awards, but now I'm sure when she got the call like, hey, you're up for an Emmy. How? (laughs) So Put it on the shelf. Like I said it's in the outstanding music and lyrics category.
0: I'd be interested to know really quick, sorry to cut you off. What uh what do you think did it for Lainey? Why do you th- what was the thing that prompted the superstardom? Cuz she's been in the music industry for She's been around. Yeah, she's probably been in the industry for 10 plus years, yes. writing songs, performing on songs. Why now?
1: I do think so. I don't know if a lot of people are going to catch on to this, but her not her most recent album, but the one before that is what really did it. Because that had songs on it that went on. Season two of Yellowstone, that had songs on it that started getting nominated. That had the song, Things a Man Ought to Know yeah. was on it. Um, that And that was her first big radio hit. It, something when that album came out and it slowly started to burn. And it was here and it was there. And we were playing the song overnight. And then all of a sudden, bam! She's playing it on award shows. She's playing it in concerts. She's getting recognized from people like Luke Combs. Like, hey, you want to go on tour with me? And suddenly we're like, we got to get this girl at Jingle Fest. Now she's the hottest thing out there. Not to mention her booty is working for her. She knows she's got that flat brim style with her um, apple bottom jeans and her flare pants happening. Love it.
0: So it was Jingle Fest is what did it.
1: Obvious. It's what it always does it. Ever heard of Carly Pierce? Yeah, right? Ever heard of Kane Brown? Boom. Blows up the next year. Ever heard of Taylor Swift? Boom. Sold out there next it year.
0: Wasn't Yellowstone? Wasn't any of the albums? It was Jingle Fest.
1: It's 92.3 W.I.L. And if you haven't caught on to that yet, you better catch up because it's, this is where it's happening at.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. I thought it might have been Yellowstone, but All along, it was Jingle Fest.
1: It was was just a part of that. Cody Johnson gets to live out one of Remy's dreams. And it's not being a National Geographic voiceover guy like (laughs) Garth Brooks is. And it's not getting his pilot's license like Dustin Lynch. And it's not getting to explore the reefs and the depths of Australia like Keith Urban.
0: I have a lot of dreams.
1: You do. Cody Johnson got to participate in batting practice with his home team, the Houston Astros. Oh, no, really? Well, you would do this if um the Cardinals I'm, let you.
0: I'm going to watch the video. Yeah. Um yeah. For sure.
1: This actually happened on Astros home opening day, which is maybe like a month ago at this point, but I just now saw it and he did so well. Like, can you imagine first off the sweat on your palms as you're stepping up to batting practice with your home Towns MLB team.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I'm watching now.
1: He looked like it was no sweat. He was hitting left and right. He's he's so tiny. He is a small man. What do you mean he's so tiny? I don't
0: know. I feel like whenever you get celebrities who are doing batting practice and you get them out of their whatever well, whatever wardrobe that they're wearing. That. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> just put regular clothes on him. He just looks like a normal dude out there.
1: <laughs> he is 5'9". I looked it up. He...
0: That's not terribly short.
1: They did. No, it's not bad. They gave him the practice uniform and yeah. the gear. And I mean, if I were just out there and I saw him, I would, if I wasn't paying enough attention, I think he was just some guy on the team. Okay. Like he just looked like he fit right in. He stepped right up, started hitting, crack, 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 crack. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay, Cody. Go, Joe. Gosh,
0: this is, this is like, and I'm sure this is a lot of, former baseball player's dreams to go out at Bush Stadium and do batting practice with the guys. Mm -hmm. My gosh, Casey. Yeah. I wouldn't be uh, like it would. I would have the teammates cheering him
1: on behind him.
0: Goosebumps all over my body right now just thinking about that.
1: But then he even went on to sing the national anthem that day, too. So I'm sure it was just a full, full circle day of excitement and memories. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. The Judd's final tour may be coming to an end, but Winona is not done yet. Yesterday, she announced that Paramount Plus will be debuting a brand new documentary called Winona Judd Between Hell and Hallelujah. Okay. So it premieres April 26th, which is next Wednesday, and it promises to give fans a vulnerable, behind-the-scenes look at Winona's life as she picks up pieces and embarks on this cross-country tour that she's finishing up right now that continues the legacy of the Juds after, obviously, the tragic loss of her mother, Naomi, last year. Yeah. So, just a few days after the documentary is released, CMT is also going to air a special called The Judds' Love is Alive, which is a performance from their original farewell tour back in
0: 1991. Wow, so, it was 91?
1: Yeah, so you can wow. go back and you can watch their original farewell tour on CMT.
0: I know that, you know, obviously the tragic loss of their mother... Has kind of refueled a lot of this, but it, the Judds almost feel a little Garth Brooksy to me, in that they just continue to put out stuff and put out stuff and put out stuff, documentaries and best you know uh, uh, best of albums and all uh-huh. of, all of those type of things. That's just what it feels like to me.
1: In a good way or a bad way?
0: No type of way. Just like they're they're still continuing to put out stuff even though there isn't a whole lot of new things. You know what I mean?
1: I think this is, um, well, it was originally meant to be for both of them, but I think now more than ever, this is why known as, like, goodbye to the music scene. Yeah. This is my final tour. Here's a documentary about my final tour. Let's wrap it up in a bow. You want to watch our original final tour? Sure, have that. But I think she's, this is her nice little, like, her hands are clean. She's done what she's needed to do. She's had a big career, and now I think she's going to, go to an island somewhere. I would if I were her.
0: Gosh, 91. Like that that part of the story to me is the most crazy part. That it was 1991 that they did their first farewell tour.
1: I kind of had this. (laughs) I said this yesterday in the midday that Rascal Flats, they were supposed to have their farewell tour in 2020 and it couldn't happen. And I said, "Give them a while; it'll happen." I can totally see Rascal Flats showing up in thirty years. Thirty? This is the same, ninety-one to twenty-three. I guess
0: you're right. I guess you're right. That's a, I don't know. Rascal Flats has been through some stuff. Yeah, (laughs) or is going through some stuff.
1: We'll see. We'll see what they're up to in thirty years first. We'll see what they're up to next year before we make any assumptions about them. Lots of country artists have been known to create their own lines of liquor. In fact, we've, I have actually made a list. It's a video maybe on our Facebook page or YouTube or somewhere, but it's every country artist and like their wine brand or their beer or their whiskey or their tequila or whatever they've got. You know,
0: the video is 30 minutes long.
1: It's like 30 seconds long. (laughs) But Morgan Wallen is doing something I've never seen before, and I really can appreciate it. He's just announced a major partnership with The Real Company, which they create iced tea, zero sugar iced tea, all natural ingredients, nothing artificial. Okay. Because you know how sweet tea is. like There can be bricks (laughs) of sugar in it. I feel like this is a regional thing. I know it's made in Alabama, but I don't think it's something that you can really find in St. Louis at this point. Yeah. I think they're trying to expand. I know Morgan Wallen just signed on as an investor for The Real Company, so hopefully they can make it national. Um, They've got flavors like peach and lemon and OG green tea and raspberry, and it's all made with polyphenol, polyphenol
0: polyphenols
1: polyphenol whatever technology <laughs> which basically means they're doing it without all the crazy sugar and bad ingredients
0: that sounds that sounds very lab grown to me and well <laughs> What's no it? i know that i think the polyphenols are, are natural
1: i'm saying i'm not the scientist <laughs> but morgan wallen seems to know what he's talking about it's morgan wallen i'm excited to announce that i'm working with the real company they do iced tea better than anyone else and man
0: does this bring me back to my childhood days
1: I love this. We know Morgan Wallen reps being a Tennessee native really hard, so I can appreciate that he's doing something different, but still, like, true to his roots.
0: Yeah, I think this is good. It's good. It's good because it's not typical, like you said. Exactly. We, we will harp on country artists all the time for coming out with their doing new bar. Doing the
1: same things.
0: Cool. You got a bar? If you're a country artist and you don't have a bar, what are you doing? Um... But most people will, like you said, go with the whiskey, the bourbon, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Obvious I like that choices. he's going with the with the sweet tea. That's awesome.
1: And I also kind of think that this is a good choice for him because, you know, he got in so much trouble back a few years ago and um, was seen in a negative light at all these bars in Alabama and places. So I think that maybe he is trying to reach a broader audience by saying, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be an alcohol. Maybe it doesn't have to be a bar. Maybe it can be something that anybody can have anytime.
0: Yep. Yeah. Sweet tea and go-karts.
1: Sweet tea and go-karts. That's what it's all about. (laughs) So I posted a picture and the article on our Facebook page and Instagram. You can find us on all the social media to keep up with everything happening in country all the time.
0: KC covers country.